Welcome. Thank you for tuning into the Leap Podcast. This is Tammy Bowie and Tammy Tran, your co-hosts. Leap is Leadership Education for Asian Pacifics, a national nonprofit organization dedicated to developing people, informing society, and empowering communities. In this episode, we are focusing on the importance of mentorship. Uh, Tammy and I have both been beneficiaries of amazing mentors throughout our lives, and we really are striving to be mentors ourselves. Our guest has made mentorship a cornerstone of her leadership. As she advanced through her career, she always made time to share her experience, promote opportunities, and inspire others. Tammy Tumling, an African-American leader with both a corporate and nonprofit background, has been a strong mentor to both of us at different times in our careers. She was a popular executive at one of the largest utilities in the country, and now the COO to one of the largest philanthropic foundations in Southern California. Listen for Tammy Tumbling's personal story on how a whistle she was given while in grade school played a pivotal role in her leadership journey to this very day. So Tammy, what stood out to you in this podcast with Tammy Tumbling? Well, besides the whistle, um, I think what she shared about... Um despite all the things that she did, I mean, you know, looking at all the things that she did in her life, how today she's walking in a purpose. And I thought that was really compelling to me because it made me feel like that's what I want. You know, I don't think I'm there yet or I'm on my way there, but walking in your purpose was definitely something that, that resonated with me. What about you, Tammy? You know, Tammy, I, at one point she talked about her birth order and I can't recall if it was you that asked, um, about if she was the oldest. And I remember one of her, her answer was, you know, it didn't really matter. Um, that's leadership. Sometimes you're not asked. Sometimes you are just called to step up. And in this case, it didn't matter that she wasn't the oldest. This was what she felt she needed to do. And so she stepped up and did it. And I, and I think so often we wonder if someone is going to tap us on the shoulder and that doesn't always happen to be the case. And so I really appreciated that she talked about the need to step up. And, and we see now in the times that we're in, you cannot wait for others to tell you what to do. You have to step up and do it. And so I appreciate that she talked about leading in different ways um, and how it can be either not being asked and or supporting from behind and that those are all ways that we can still lead. Yeah, absolutely. And I think particularly Tammy Tumbling is someone that has, you know, great impact on both of us. And I feel like, you know, um, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring her on the show is that she's um, someone that really understands when to push, you know, when to step up. And she does that with all of us. I mean, she encourages all of us. And that's why mentorship is so important. Tammy, you're you're that person for me that I go to. And so one of the things we talked about with Tammy was how mentorship is really cyclical, right? How we think that we're helping somebody else, but really how how it really is a two-way street and really it comes back. And I feel like like we have people like Tammy Tumbling. Um, I have someone like you, but I also feel like there are others that maybe we mentor that we constantly are learning from. excited to have you and we couldn't think of a better person one we all share the same name and Tammy I hope you know this but Tammy 
the essence or the core of Tammy is Tam. And in Vietnamese, your Tam is your heart and your soul. I don't know if you know that. No, I do know that. Yes, yes. But you have always been the kind of leader that I feel like embodies leading with your heart and your soul. And I'm so glad we have you today because we have a shared history with Leap. Um, I will we'll share a little bit about how, how I met you, Tammy. But, you know, you were... Uh, the head of philanthropy for Southern California Edison, which is a funder for LEAP for many years. And I know that you care deeply about the organizations that uh, the company invested in. You took every organization seriously. You cared about the mission. And so I just wanted to give you a chance to share anything that you might have remembered in, about working with LEAP and, and maybe share why, why it matters to you to invest in organizations like LEAP. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy, for having me on your show today as well. LEAP is an organization that helps our API community in a way that they make sure that professional development is provided to not just community-based organizations, but leaders that are in corporate America. That's where I met you, Tammy, and Tammy Trand is uh, through um, Southern California Edison, but I also became very familiar about LEAP because of you and the work that you were doing with LEAP and the you all are products of their programs and their services and you're phenomenal professionals. And so I definitely recognize LEAP as a integral part of the work that's being done to grow and lead and develop our future API workforce. So Tammy, I was just going to share that one of the things that you just said about, was about growing leaders and LEAP is about this idea that you can, first of all, that leaders do not are, do not have to be born, right? Leaders can be grown. And so that is the essence also of mentorship. And I have to share a story about how I met you, Tammy, and I want to hear Tammy Trans also, but... You may not remember this, Tammy, but I had just joined Edison. I, I was a region manager at the time working in Orange County. And I came up to corporate because I thought, let me come up. Let me make sure I meet people in our corporate headquarters. And you were in this corner office. And I remember you invited me in and I sat down. And I don't, I, I can't remember the full details of the conversation, but here's what I do remember. I remember you made me feel like one day, I could be there too. And you actually said that to me. You said, Tam, one day you're going to have this job. <laughs> I remember I left and I thought, what is she talking about? And you were in the role of corporate philanthropy, right? Where there is this multi-million dollar budget for this huge company making some big decisions with big impact in our community. And I thought she has the best job in this company. And she just said that to me. Um, so I, yes, I want you to know that made such an impact on me and uh, shaped my view of what's possible. And I think the idea of mentorship is you have somebody who believes in you in ways that you don't even see for yourself yet, Tammy. So thank you for that. Thank you for doing that. And I would love to hear uh, what made you take the lead to take a chance to mentor someone like me, this young person who didn't know what she was doing. What made you do that? Why is it important to you to mentor others? Oh, thank you, Tammy. And it's such a pleasure to be on the show to talk to you about this. Being a mentor is just someone that's trying to guide and lead people who are already on fire. You came, you made the step. You walked into my office. That was where it started, is your ability and strength to uh, focus on mentoring, not just 
mentoring for yourself, but networking to create relationships. And when those relationships are created, then the mentoring starts. So you came into my office to create a relationship which starts with the mentee. And then I took it from there and thought, wow, she's very impressive, well-spoken. She's got a lot of energy and enthusiasm. She's got leadership qualities and we can refine them and get her ready and start to groom her over the years. And that's where it started, actually, is I believe that it's a two-way relationship. It starts with some form of communication. It starts with uh, the individual has to be interested. And you were very interested in uh, creating a relationship that turned into an opportunity for mentoring. But I do believe that it is the responsibility of any leader. If you're a leader, people are watching you. If you're a woman, other women are watching you. If you're a woman of color, women of color are watching you. And that's our job to be able to step up and become mentors to the women that are watching us. They're looking at us for uh, coaching and mentoring, and they want to know our story and our journey so that they can eventually get to a place, executive level or C-suite level. But it starts with sitting down and having a conversation. But I truly believe it's all of our jobs as leaders to bring on the next generation. And we do that through mentoring and coaching. I mean, you know, one of the things I really admired about you is you don't just talk about those things. You you genuinely embody those things in the way you speak, in the way you walk, in the way you present yourself with kindness and with warmth. You always said hello to others. You know, you when you walk down the halls, people knew you were coming. And I always said you looked fabulous head to toe every day. So you would show up that way and you would inspire others to be their best because you, that's what you brought. And I really admire that about you. And I I bring that up because Leap is about maintaining who you are, all parts of you, as a mommy, as a friend, as a sister, um, and you embody all of those things. Can you talk a little bit about, is that just a natural, is that just natural for you, Tammy? Are you um, intentional about wanting to show up that way? Maybe can you talk a little bit about your leadership and what's important to you as a leader? Sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Tam. What's important to me as a leader is being able to bring my authentic self to work. And how I do that is by uh, just showing up. And um, believe it or not, I actually love to dress up. I love business attire. And even when I worked in the field in California Edison, I would still dress very professionally um, because you always want to dress for not just the job you're in, but the job that you eventually want. And if you're not showing up with leadership presence or executive presence early on, your opportunities may be missed. So when I'm mentoring and coaching, I'm coaching from the heart. And I believe that um, people should bring their authentic selves to work because everybody has something great to offer to a company or to a nonprofit. But you have to have the courage to show up and be authentic. But part of it also includes um, presence. And that's where the confidence of having your head up, eye contact, dress for business, how you walk into a room, um, shoulders back, all of that matters. And when you have something to say and you're at the table, lean in, Um, have the conversation. Don't be intimidated. Don't if your culture drives um, the way that you should or shouldn't behave at, at home. Don't let that stop you from getting an understanding and learning what the corporate corporate culture could be, because it may be different from what we do at home. At home, I'm mom. I'm in the kitchen 
cooking a lot. We cook all the time. But when I come into the office, I still bring a level of um, maternal instincts, but I'm not the one that brings like all of the food and uh, participates in the potlucks because I also, my reputation and brand, I don't want it to be that I'm just a mom. You know, I want it to be that I'm a business leader and I'm here to take care of business. So I also teach young women um, to try to figure out what you want your brand to be, but with it comes uh, your presence. And that's from the time you step out of your car and you walk into the building, whatever building you're entering, it's showtime and your brand starts at that moment. So I help to shape that, but it has to be authentic. It has to be who you are, not who Tammy T or Tumbling is or Tammy Bowie and Tammy Trend. It has to be your own individual authentic brand. And I love to help bring that out in my mentees. Tammy, you know, I, I'm going to take the... the um, the luxury that I have because this is a podcast that I get to ask these questions that I actually don't think I've ever even asked you, Tammy. Can you maybe tell me a little bit of how you get to that brand? So when you say brand, I feel like you can only be who you are, right, Tammy? And I don't actually really know your story. So anything you're willing to share about um, how you grew up, right? How when you talk about culture, it's very you and I can have very different cultures and have very core similar core values, right? Um, but I would love to hear is anything you're willing to share about what has shaped shaped you today? What what what? Yeah, a little bit of your background. I would love to learn about that, Tammy. Absolutely, Tammy. Um, I'm a kid originally from Compton. Um, by the age of 16, I was a teen mom, and my mother uh, and our family we were pretty much uh, we lived very meager lives. We were on welfare, and unfortunately, my mother passed away at the age of 19 for me, which left me responsible for caring for all of my brothers and sisters, and I had a two-and-a-half, three-year-old child. I was in college full-time. I worked three jobs, and I did everything I could do to provide and, and protect and take care of my family on behalf of my mother. And doing that, I made sure that all of the things that my brothers and sisters, I became a role model and someone very responsible for them very early in life. So I realized that my brothers and sisters were watching me and how I governed and carried myself, and then they would imitate that. So for me, my upbringing started off pretty, um, it was meager beginnings, um, a little rough um, with being a teen mom and then being an orphan, um, caring for my brothers and sisters. But what it taught me really quickly is someone had to lead. And someone had to keep the family together, motivate them, inspire them, encourage them, make sure they know that it's that we're going to be OK. And so technically, I think that's where all of the mentoring and coaching probably started is it started within my own home with my brothers and sisters, making sure that they finished high school. They had uh, dinner on the table. They ate uh, nutritious dinners and um, just making sure that they had uh, they worked. and. Um, I just, I think that's where it all started, Tam. It started with um, the loss of my mother and becoming a mother very early in life. And I think the things that moved me from there to here is perseverance, um, hope that there's something better. Our core values, my mom always believed in education. She believed that if you were educated, it could change your anyone's life circumstance. Everything that I could take advantage of to get to a better place in life. And so here I am now as a, a executive vice president, chief operating officer, uh, because I, I had the courage to persevere. 
you mentioned your um, your your siblings. Are the are you the oldest? I am not. There is one sibling that is about a year and a half older than me. But what what I've learned about that is leaders don't come. It's, it's not the pecking order in your family that leader. It's what's in your heart and what's in your mind and who has the wherewithal to pick up the pieces when others do not. And so for me, even in, in corporate America, as you start to think about where you want to be uh, in your career, never get intimidated about people that are maybe older than you and you're the leader. It's, it's, it's based on who you are and what you have to offer. You have to have a deep love for people. Also understand and be very empathetic. You have to understand um, uh, people well in order to um, lead. And not everyone has that. You know, my sister looked at me, she's a year and a half older. She said, Tam, I, I'm counting on you to, can you do this? Because I can't. And I told her, absolutely. I'll keep our family together. Yeah. Tammy, I think, um, Tammy Tumbling, one of the key things about this podcast and it's the LEAP podcast for leadership um, education for Asian Pacifics is that leadership comes in so many different forms. And what informs our leadership is our personal stories, the people that we connect with. And Tammy, you're so right about, you know, it's not the pecking order, but I also think that, you know, in our culture, in the API culture, you know, pecking order is something that comes up, you know, in our family. Families like Tammy Bowie and I are both the, the oldest daughter, and in a lot of ways, that means that we have to lead. Um, you know, we have to be there when our parents couldn't be there, and I think that's really. I mean, I, what you just shared makes makes a lot of sense because you had to step in when you know other folks weren't, and that that is definitely something I've seen you do um, as our leader when you were with us at Southern California Edison. So I have a question for Tammy Tumbling then about that. Do you, Tammy? Do you wait? For someone to ask you to lead, or in your case, you're saying sometimes that's not always a choice, right, Tammy? Or how do you see that? What do you what do you say to that? Real leaders, it's a natural instinct to step in when it's time to step in. You don't always have to lead. Sometimes you can lead from the back, but then other times when it's needed and you are being called upon, a leader can rise to the occasion very quickly. But a good leader doesn't always have to lead from the front. So it, it's, it depends. It depends on the circumstance. But yeah, I'll just step right in and um, just use it. Sometimes you, all you have are your uh, instincts and your intuition, because usually leadership is uh, usually you see leadership at its best when there's chaos, when there's uncertainty, when there's sadness, when there's anger. That's when leaders show up and they rise to the occasion. Um, but sometimes we do it from the back. We don't always have to leave from the front. Tammy Tumbling. So I'm going to make sure that we address it because there's three Tammies on this uh, uh, on the show today. So Tammy Tumbling, one of the things I think um, that we'd love for you to share, particularly because the, the, our you know our podcast audience is very diverse, but we're really honing in on our Asian Pacific Islanders. And you're not Asian Pacific Islanders, but I feel like many ways you're like a big sister to us. And so we can talk a little bit about how why why is it that you took me and Tammy under your wing? Because a lot of ways. You don't really know me, Tammy Tumblin, <laughs> but I felt like the first time I met you, you were all were already watching out for me. Well, but as I um, said, said a little earlier, we were we when I met you, I look for um, certain things in mentees. 
And that is someone that's interested in networking and they're genuinely interested in stepping across that threshold and trying to create a relationship that eventually turns into a mentorship. I look at need. I look at those that are um, interested in um, advancing themselves. I look at people more so like a seed that just needs a little bit of watering and then it becomes a beautiful flower. But I can see a person's potential and I go right there. And then I just want to start to help, to grow them, to mentor, to nurture. Some days are going to be up days. Some days we're wiping tears, whatever it is. I uh, believe that it starts with really understanding someone's potential. And once I see that, I think of these ladies have the greatest potential to be at the top of whatever food chain or business um, venture that you want. It's just that it takes people to believe in you and step in and help guide to get you where you want to be because you have that potential. So that's that's all it was to the that was the secret sauce, Tammy. I just uh, saw your potential and thought I should take the time to invest in it. Tammy, you've been a mentor, not just to us, but to so many different people. I, I think mentorship comes naturally, right? If you could share a little bit about how, how you, you, how you spend your time with a mentor, you know, it's particularly folks that are early in their career. Absolutely. How I spend my time with the mentee early in their careers is to really try to figure out who they are, what they're interested in, but then to get down to the really basic thing of, what are your skill sets? Because you have to know where they are professionally so you'll know how much it's going to take to grow them to the next level. So I like to sit down and find out more and more about a person's professional background. I, I like to hear their personal stories because I've been a mother and I'm a sister and I've been a wife. So I know that there's other competing you know, things when we're trying to move as women up in our careers. So I take the time to get to know a person and to learn about their skill sets so that I can help them to grow. Because I won't just say, hey, I'm going to mentor you and give you a few things to talk about. I want to know where you are, Tammy Bowie. I want to know where you are in your life, Tammy Tran. And that's where we're going to start and where you want to be. Um, that's important to me that we do that. But there's another plus to mentoring. How much have I learned from both of you about the API community? A lot. I even have, still have my audio. <laughs> I think it was. Yes, you are. The Ao Yai is very traditional to the Vietnamese women. And I, I will say that everybody is very, I mean, when they wear the Ao Yai, it's very flattering, right, Tammy Bui? <laughs> It can be if you fit into it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tailored made to the person. So Tammy Tumbling and yes. I, last two two or three years ago, I took her down a little Saigon on Bolsa and got her own custom made Vietnamese Ao Yai. So that's definitely something I'm open to anybody who's interested in getting their own Ao Yai in Little Saigon. Oh, absolutely. So you, so part of being a mentor, we get the gift of learning as well. Mentees teach you so much. And then over time, you guys give the gift back to other people because it's been given to you. I remember having a young lady as a um, on my daughter's cheer team and her mom, she's from an API background and her mother um, wanted her to go to college. And she's having a little bit of trouble with keeping her on task. And once I found out uh, more about her background and her mom, I who did I call? I called both of you. 
and you guys took care of her. And I believe she graduated from either UC Irvine or she's and she's doing exceptionally well. But that came through me first getting to know a lot about the both of you and mentoring you and learning from you to be able to take and introduce another API young lady. She was what, about she was about 17 or something like that when you all met her. And she, it's it's just all a, a great, wonderful, beautiful circle. We all go back and we all learn from each other during a mentorship. And I can attest uh, to Tammy Tumbling getting to know the whole person because Tammy Tumbling, anytime I would call you, I remember you'd say, are the kids fed? How are you and D? Right. You always ask all these questions. I, I want to know because you're talking about personal story and Tammy Tran, you should know. I said, this is so great because I can ask Tammy Tumbling all these questions that we don't normally get to ask. Um, Tammy, I'd love to know. So you talked about how you grew up and how it kind of shaped how you had to step in and lead and to take care of others, right? That it wasn't just about yourself, Tammy, but it was about more than that, right? And that was your purpose and that was your why. I'd like to know what other points in your life you felt like shaped, were there some piv other pivotal, pivotal moments for you? I'd love to know what those were. And do they always have to be challenges? Because... <laughs> My boss, I'm going to grab it. Um, it's hanging on my door, and I'm going to have to bring this over so you guys can see it. And then you're, I'll tell you the story. No, they're not all bad. Here's one. See this gold whistle? Okay. My boss, Shelly Haas, gave this to me because I told her the story on how I really, really got rooted in leadership. <laughs> When I was about maybe fifth grade, sixth grade, I joined a drill team. And because I could dance really well, um, that was my outlet to get outside of the house so that I could have an extracurricular activity after school. And um, they said, wow, we want her to be the captain of our drill team. And I'm only like fifth grade and there's 50 girls standing behind me. So my job was to make sure that every line was perfect. Every everybody was precise. Every arm movement, every every shoe was laced and tied, and everybody was immaculate. But they gave me a whistle and they said, "Tammy, we're going to go into this parade. It's the Compton per Christmas Parade, and when you blow your whistle, all the girls will move based on your whistle command. But if you make the wrong command, they will go in different directions." So your job is to blow the whistle. You're in all white, they're in red and gold. The captain's in white because she's the captain and she has the whistle. And when I, the first time I blew the whistle and everyone turned the corner in complete precision, I was hooked. I thought all I had to do is just practice, practice, practice every day. Any one of the girls that didn't have the routine, I would stay behind and teach, teach, teach. But because it wasn't about us winning a trophy or me winning a trophy, the excitement of watching everybody win that trophy was just, I had to always be right on point. So that's where it started for me is with the whistle. Fifth grade, they made me the captain of a drill team and I was responsible for 50 girls. And every move I made, they watched. And every time I blew the whistle, they moved. And when we would win trophies, it was like just the best. So that's a good story, right? There was no challenge there. So my boss, um, 
before she left for sabbatical, I'm acting as the uh, CEO of the Orange County Community Foundation, and I have been for the past six to eight weeks. She said, I'm leaving. I'm handing the con over to you, and here's your whistle. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't believe she remembered the story. But, yeah, that's where it ultimately started. That's when I think um, being a leader and a mentor, you have to be confident. You have to be sure of yourself. And I think that's where I started to become more courageous, more outgoing and confident in my abilities to lead people and to help people. That was such a great story, Tammy Tumbling. Since the fifth, since the fifth grade, you've been leading. So that's, that's a, a great story. And for your, your current boss, um, also a woman leader to, to recognize that and give you a golden whistle. So I'm, I'm hoping we'll be able to see that for, for many, many years to come. Tammy tumbling in her golden whistle. Tammy, I have a question about stepping in and doing things. You said earlier about how sometimes you don't have to be, you don't, you're not asked, right? Tammy, you come in and you do that. I feel like you've done that already uh, with the foundation coming in and, and creating um, the, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you've created since you've come on board. But I feel like whether it's filling a cultural gap of need, right? In organizations that need that kind of leadership, um, or coming in and creating programs uh, that make a difference, right? So at Edison, it was, you created the Edison Scholars Program. So you talked about education being so important in your how you grew up. And I think what a legacy to leave at an organization so that these these students now have these scholarships that not only change their lives, but the trajectory of their whole families and communities because of the scholarship, right? So I'd love to know, what are you doing at the foundation that you're excited about? And what kind of, why, why does it matter to you to continue to do these types of um, these programs? What makes you take that leap to do that? Oh my goodness, T Tammy, I, I, I wish we had more time um, because I love everything that I do here at uh, the Orange County Community Foundation. Um, it was a big leap of faith after 21 years of being with Southern California Edison to walk away and join the Orange County Community Foundation team. But oh, what a beautiful, wonderful leap of faith it has been. Um, I've uh, had the great fortune of having a president CEO who has, it ultimately starts with who will empower you and trust you um, to do the work that you need to do. And as a result of being empowered by Shelly, caused to um, step up and lead the organization, we've created a brand new organization structure, which is set up now to take us into 2024, which is our vision um, target, also beyond. Uh, the structure that we've just set up will take us uh, next 10 to 15 years. And we're also working on automation for the foundation so that we're not just moving everything in a manual way. So we're looking at robotics and artificial intelligence for the work that we do so that we don't need to grow our organization. We just need to become a more efficient organization. Um, just recently built in uh, new business plans and all of the business plans that are here now at OCCF are actually tied to everyone's individual performance plans. So not only are we looking strategically, we're also working up with our operation to make sure that everybody's on the same page, We've added a new value because coming from Southern California Edison, customer service is top notch. And so just recently, um, I was empowered to add a value that focuses on exemplary service, not just externally, but internally. And um, I just became the founder of the first fund for African-Americans 
Um, I'm the first African-American founder of a fund after 30 years of Orange Foundation existing. And it's specifically to deal with systemic racism in Orange County and surrounding communities. And that was the first of its kind and um, started off with a $25,000 contribution I made of my own personal resources. And the fund, through the generous donations of people like you, both Tammies and the community, um, of our donors in Orange County, we're at about $325,000 since Juneteenth. So if we build it and we believe in it, people will show up and they will commit. And so I'm just moving along here and I'm looking forward to Shelly coming back from her sabbatical. I miss her terribly. She's been a few weeks. And, um, but yeah, I feel empowered to really be my full, true, authentic self here at OCCF. But also I finally feel that I'm walking in my purpose. And that's to just change the lives of as many people as I can through um, financial resources that we can bring together through uh, the work that we do here at the foundation and just get it back out to the community where they need it the most. The API community, African-American community, Latinx. Um, it, I'm, I'm African-American, but you guys know me best that I'm for everybody. There's something, there's something we can be working on for every different demographic. So this was first, but you guys know me well enough to know that I'm already trying to figure out how do you take this and lift it and put it in another demographic. Tammy, I love what you said about walking in your purpose, because I think that that should be something that we all aspire to, you know, in our professional and our, you know, our, 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 our whole person lives, because walking in your purpose, that's definitely something I'm going to add to my list of life goals and making sure that everything I do, I'm walking, walking my purpose. As women, it's, it's easy to know whether or not you're a leader if you just step back and think about the things that we do on a day-to-day basis. We run households. We make decisions on education for our children. We are wives that are responsible for making sure that we're doing all the right things that we can do for our family. That's leadership. And you take that same passion and commitment that you have with your family. And when you walk into any other room, that leadership is still there. And if you have the ability to love and show grace and be empathetic, the leadership skills are there. You just have to have the courage to show up.